0: Some big-time performances from several Montreal Canadiens players, uh, even from some unusual suspects against the Devils. We'll talk about that. There's one guy who has been a forgotten man. It looks like it will be an unbelievable camp come September. We'll talk about that. I identified a New Jersey Devil that I think could be a Hab as early as this offseason, and another member of the Devils organization that I would love to see join him, and I'm also going to tell you what I'm hoping happens between the Canadians and the Leafs when they get going on Saturday night in Toronto, hockey night in Canada. It's the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinero. I'm going solo today. Stay tuned. This is going to be a good one.
1: Turn Turn up your volume. volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Podcast. With Tony Marinero. The Sickest Montreal Canadiens Podcast. And
0: now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous Forum in Montreal, the Canadiens win the Stanley Cup. Sports Entertainment,
1: like no other. Brought to you by 8.6 Beer, Intense by Nature, and Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you.
0: Welcome. It is marinero. It's the sick podcast. We're going to talk about the Montreal Canadians, your favorite discussion, of course, and tell all your friends about it because you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram at the sick podcast, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's absolutely free. So tell your friends about it. The Canadians beat the devils by a score of seven to four. The sick podcast brought to you by 8.6 beer intense by nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions the way I do in order to make my mark and Lacage. If the last time you went to Cache was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you go back to LaCache. The menu will surprise you. and no longer surprises me because I've been several times and I'm going to be going again in just a couple of weeks from now. Of course, if all goes well on Saturday, April 23rd, we will see you at and we're, in, we're inviting you down for our uh, first anniversary of the SICK podcast. Anyway, so if you're looking for a place to go eat on that night, why don't you join us and uh, have supper at La Cage and we'll watch the game together. The last Saturday night game of the season the Canadians will be uh, in Ottawa on that Saturday night. You can RSVP by calling 7312020. All right, okay. Uh the Canadians win by a score of 7 to 4. They definitely got to Andrew Hammond. They really picked on his glove. You can tell they had a scouting report on him. Uh they beat him glove side several several times. I mean, where do we go from Jake Evans, uh, went glove side or may have been deflected, actually beat him on his glove. Uh, Cole Caulfield beat him glove side, uh, Nick Suzuki beat him glove side, Dvorak beat him uh, glove side, uh, Armia beat him glove side. It seemed like almost everybody beat him glove side, but anyway, um, it was great to see Suzuki and Caulfield do their thing again. Caulfield score another goal. Suzuki score another goal. But how about uh, Weidman and Clagg? Here's two guys that nobody's talking about, right? One goal and two assists a piece for them last night. Uh, Weidman played 17 minutes and seven seconds. Clagg played 18:49. You know, Clagg is a 23-year-old. He sees Barron come in at age 20. He sees Harris come in at age 22. Everyone's talking about them. People started talking about Shuneman at age 26. Romanov, of course, is a fixture on the fence. But take a look at it. Who's going to be there on that blue line next year? I think we can all say with certainty that David Savard, because of his contract, will be there. Joel Edmondson, because of his contract, will be there. Alexander Romanov will be there. Petrie will be traded away. That looks like a foregone conclusion. Um... So at the same, so now who's going to be there? There, you know, realistically, there's four spots available. I tend to think that Jordan Harris will occupy one of those spots, but it's all going to play itself up, uh, play itself out at camp. And Clagg and Weidman last night were saying, "Hey, don't forget about us." Weidman would more than happy be the, be more than happy to be the number seven on the blue line. And your number seven is a guy usually that has reached his ceiling. An NHL veteran won't get any better or worse if he sits out any games. So that could go to him. So then, then at least probably three spots if it goes to him or if they go out and get uh, someone else on the unrestricted free agent market. So, you know, Clang is 23 years old. He's got a good first pass. He skates real well. He still has, you know, a lot of potential, a ceiling that he hasn't hit yet. And at camp, you know, they usually say that, you know, it's up to the players to decide who wants to make it. It promises to be the most, one of the most interesting camps, I would say in a very, very long time for the Canadians blue line in particular. Because Schooneman, Harris, Barron, Gooley, uh, Weidman, all these guys, Clagg, they're all going to fight for a spot. So I think that's awesome. All right. There's a player that I saw last night who plays for the New Jersey Devils. I'm going to talk to you about him uh, because I know him pretty well. Uh, Norma Flynn, of course, uh, had a chance to coach him earlier on in his youth. Here's a player, A.J. Greer who was called up from the Utica Comets, who has 50 points in 50 games at the American Hockey League level under Kevin Deneen. He got called up and played for the Devils. It was his sixth game of the season. He's a, a former second-round pick, 39th overall in the 2015 NHL draft. He was drafted by the Colorado Avalanche, and from there he went to New Jersey. He's been uh, you know, trying to get a full-time job in the National Hockey League he scored the goal that narrowed the Canadians' lead to 3 2. And he was down on the ice, I believe, with paling. He showed more fight and wanting to get up. He showed more resilience and determination. He made his way to the back of the net. He saw an opportunity. Right away, he went for the wraparound. It may have deflected off of David Savard's stick, who tried to cut it off. And it went up and over Allen. He's six foot three, he's about 220 pounds, he's a 25 year old. Uh, You know, he'll he'll be entering the prime of his career in about a year or two, but a big-time character guy. And you know what? If the Canadians are looking to fill out a fourth line next year, how about A.J. Greer playing fourth line? That's a character guy. I'm going to give you somebody else. And by the way, it should be noted that A.J. Greer and Habs Laurent Dauphin played together with Les Pionniers de l'Annaudiaire in their youth. A.J. Greer also played with Frédéric Gauthier and Laurent Dauphin with Esther Blondin, Midget AAA Hockey. And the reason why I bring up Frédéric Gauthier is because Frédéric Gauthier is also a member of the Devils organization. He is playing with the Utica Comets. He's a former first-round pick 21st overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs back in 2013. He is 6'5". He's 240 pounds. He's 26 years old, also in the prime of his career. Now, AJ Greer's contract expires this season. He makes 750. Frederick Gauthier's contract also expires at the end of this season. He makes 800. Both players are unrestricted free agents at the end of the season. AJ Greer from Joliet, Quebec, Frederick Gauthier from Laval, Quebec. Both of them whose friends and family grew up cheering for the Montreal Canadians with the exception of, uh, AJ's dad, who's a Toronto Maple Leafs. But you know, I'd be willing to bet that if his son signs with the Montreal Canadians, that he's going to convert and become a Montreal Canadians fan. Not to mention that AJ Greer, um, is represented by Cortex management. Um, the firm that Kent Hughes, of course, used to work for and used to be a partner at. So, Take a look at that. Take a look at in the offseason, A.J. Greer and Frederic Gauthier for one of two, if not two, why not join the Canadiens organization? They could play fourth line if it doesn't work out and they go down. They're playing with the Laval Rocket. They'd be more than happy to be part of the organization up and down between the, the Rocket and the Canadians. Or if they make their mark with the Canadians, they stay with the Canadians. They're familiar. They play with each other with the Utica Comet. They both spend a lot of time on the penalty kill. They've done a great job in the penalty kill at the American Hockey League level. You're looking for guys from here. You're looking for gut, New Pride, pride, uh, know what it means to be a Montreal Canadian, know everything about the city, the culture, the fan base and all that stuff. I think that's something that we should pay attention to. All right, uh, matrixhomefitness.ca, all right? I've been on it, my T75 treadmill. Bring it home the way I did. Discover a club-quality workout in the comfort of your own home. Visit matrixhomefitness.ca. I would imagine that Brendan Gallagher, by the way, has been on that treadmill because he's going to change up his training. He's going to do a little bit more cardio. Marty St. Louis has talked about rewiring Brendan Gallagher, maybe reprogramming him. And by the way, I wanted to bring him up because I really like the way Gallagher played yesterday again, adding a couple of assists. He had added a goal in the game before that. He's starting to make his mark. He's not getting a lot of minutes, anywhere between 13 and 14, but he's becoming a lot more efficient, which is what he's probably going to need for the rest of his career. A shout-out to SportBuffShop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel. Any jersey, any team, hockey, any sport, you go there. And our sick merchandise... Use code 615 for 15% off on all of our items, including this very beautiful marination T-shirt. All right. It's the Canadians and the Leafs. And I want the Canadians to lose in Toronto. You heard me. I want them to lose in Toronto. Why? Well, because with their win versus the New Jersey Devils, the Canadians are no longer last in the National Hockey League. The Arizona Coyotes are last. Two points behind the Canadians. They've played the same amount of games it should be noted that Arizona has a couple more wins. So at the end of the season, if both teams finish with the same amount of points, the Canadians would actually be behind Arizona because Arizona has won more games than the Canadians. So as much as this has been entertaining and as much as it's been fun and winning your share of games under Marty St. Louis, and I've been thoroughly entertained, I hope they lose to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I do, because I want the Canadians to finish last overall, the way I've been telling you all season that I want them to, Because I want the Canadians to have the highest probabilities of having the best pick in the draft, the number one pick in the draft. Hey, and you know what? Maybe the Canadians are not sold on Shane Wright, and maybe they want to draft Slavkowski. And if that's the case, then okay, if you finish second, it's okay. But hold on a second. Maybe if Arizona has the first pick, maybe they'll want to draft Slavkowski. And then the Canadians will take Shane Wright when maybe the guy they want is Slavkowski or vice versa. But by finishing last and having the highest probability of getting the number one pick overall, at that point, you decide which player you want to go with. And at that point, if you get it right, good for you. If you get it wrong, too bad for you. But I want the Canadians to be in that position. So for one game between the Canadians and the Leafs and one game only, and that's going to be on Saturday night, a hockey night in Canada, in Toronto, I want the Toronto Maple Leafs to beat the Montreal Canadiens because I want the Montreal Canadiens to have a better future. In my opinion, a Canadian's loss in Toronto will feel like a win. We're going to do this again when I talk to you again on Sunday, and we're going to go live. I want you to tell your friends about this podcast. Why? Because it's absolutely sick. Marinaro, until next time, The Sick Podcast. Follow us at The Sick Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ciao for now. Go Leafs, go. And that's a wrap.
1: Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by 8.6, Intense by Nature, and Lakash. If the last time you went to Lakash was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you went back to Lakash. The menu will surprise you.